Welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry and I spent the entire day drawing butts. Today I'm interviewing an artist from Spain who specializes in illustration, animation, and cuteness. And her name is Alba Medina, and over the years she has worked in 2D, 3D, and stop motion. And in 2018, she moved from Spain to Canada, and we met in person when we were both working on Ultra City Smiths in 2021 together. Now she's back in Spain working on some cool things, which she's gonna share in our chat, along with what it was like leaving Europe to try to make an animation career happen in Canada. But first, this episode is sponsored by Cloud Stop Motion, who've created possibly the easiest way to start animating from your phone, tablet, laptop, or desktop in seconds. Simply go to cloudstopmotion.com and click Start Animating. Their software works in any modern browser and your files are instantly saved to the cloud. The best part is that they are completely free to use, up to 500 megabytes of storage, which is actually quite a lot. And they're especially useful if you're teaching a class since you can create an organization account, which comes with two gigabytes of free storage as standard and allows the creation of unlimited student groups and profiles, all of whose projects and work you can view for yourself from your admin account. Go to cloudstopmotion.com to see how easy it is to get started. And now without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Alva. Hi. <laughs> How are you? It's been a while. I'm great. I know. It's been so a while. You're, so you're joining me from Spain right now. I'm in Toronto and I came and visited you in December and it was I lovely. Know. So December. let's, yeah. So uh, maybe for those listening who don't know, Alva and I met on the Stupid Buddy Ultra City Smith production, which was Yay. really so, so you're you're from Spain and mm -hmm. your story is like you were in Spain, then you moved to Canada four years ago, then you moved back to Spain. But like where does everything begin for you? Where when when did you decide to pursue animation or stop motion and illustration, et cetera, in Spain? Like what is the industry like there that inspired you to get into it? Um, so yes, when I was finishing high school here, you get to choose whatever you want to study, you know kind of so I decided to study some illustration and then when I was finishing illustration um, I made a, a 2D animation just oh. to try and that was so cool that I was like, okay let's study animation and then I started studying animation and then in that um, those years uh, I also did some stop motion and it was so cool that I did uh, stop, stop motion short film at the end of those studies. This is in college, right? Yeah, so it was like two colleges, kind of. So, so like young Alba coming out of high school being like, I want to study illustration. And then you tried to do a 2D animation and you were like, oh, cancel illustration. We're doing animation now. Yeah, like, kind of. Um, was there any pushback? Like, what is the industry like in Spain to be like, this is a super career for me to get into? Like, you know, like, cause even in Canada, like there's a lot of, it's so funny when I went to Sheridan college, the first mm -hmm. day with orientation, all the parents come in and all their questions are like, can my son or daughter like actually get a career? Like, I'm really nervous about this. I'm trying to push yes. them into like engineering, but like, and the first day is just to like convince parents that there's a career in animation. Like, is it in like in wow. Spain? What okay. is what is the industry like that you were like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's I would say it's the opposite that you just said. Um, someone came in. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, yeah, when when you start these kind of studies, both animation and illustration, 
everything they're telling you, the teachers is like, guys, you're, you're not going to make money. You're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to be a star. Like at least not in Spain. Yeah. Like if you, if you get out of here, maybe, but, but in Spain, it's going to be <laughs> like, so if you want to do this, it's because you love this, not because you want to make business. You know what I mean? Right. So right. They were all very, very clear on this. Like that. Don't come here to make business because that's not happening. <laughs> so you made a 2D animation and what gave you the, like, and you loved it. What gave you the confidence to be like, I'm going to disregard all the advice these teachers are giving me to not go into animation and do it anyways. Uh, I guess... that's, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little bit how Spain goes in general, I would say. And that's the other thing that many of us, we have like different... Uh, education from our parents but my parents will always tell me like I would just do whatever you like uh. like you just do whatever you like don't spend all your life just working at something you don't enjoy because that's what we did and we don't like it so <laughs> you try and and find a, a job that you actually like that's why I was like okay I like this amazing. I think <laughs> amazing I love that that they pushed you to find something you like interesting did did seeing your parents like what you said that like seeing them pursue something that they weren't super interested in inspire you more to pursue something you're interested in I guess yeah yeah I guess, I guess so they were always very interested in showing me all the cultural stuff around the world like culture is awesome if you can be into this in many ways that's that's the best you can do kind of so that's nice. what I got Nice. Amazing. So, okay. So I want to hear more about your story, but like maybe fast forward a bit now and like thinking about, you know, Alba, I don't know what, 10, 15 years later or something like that from high school where you, where you actively pursued something you were interested in and got to work on some cool projects. Like, do you have any regrets or things that you wish you did differently? Because like you said, the, the industry in Spain is not like, like the States or Canada, for instance. Uh-huh. Um, no, no, no. I, I'm very, very happy oh, good. <laughs> with all those years and, and all the teachers. Like that was the best, best, best part of everything. The teachers I had, they are all the best. So yeah. I'm very, very grateful for that. That's why I like it. <laughs> so you're studying animation, you try out some stop motion and then what? Like, did you, you graduate and then? And then we decide to go to Canada. Like, yeah. Okay, well, I finished my studies. Let's go to Canada. Let's try something there. You so you came to Canada specifically because of animation, or just because you're like, let's move to Canada because it's it's really cold. Yes, <laughs> it was second second option. Yeah, I came I came to Canada with my partner. Um, we wanted to to move somewhere, and we had the opportunity to go there, so it was a kind a little bit easier for us. Um, yeah, it was just to try something else. Um, I didn't have in mind, like, just just get there and start working in a studio. It was more like, let's have an experience. Yeah. Um, but then I was so, so, so lucky <laughs> to meet to, to met all of you. Like, for starters, uh, Crystal, and then Evan, and then, and then every, everyone else. So, but, so you moved, you graduated and immediately moved to Canada. Yes. And then 
once you were in Canada and you're looking for a job yes. and you're like, I like animation, like what was it? What, where did you go from there? Like, how did you meet a community? How did you get work? Because like, yes. you know, it's hard enough as a Canadian to do those things. And yes. then somebody who's from Barcelona who like, I don't know, did you speak English at the time? Like <laughs> to, move, to move to Canada and be like, all right, I'm starting from scratch with culture and home yes. and income and animation. Like, how did that yeah. go? Yeah, I know how, I don't know how that go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, so the thing is that once we got there, I just started working as anything, like not, not, nothing related to animation or illustration yeah. or any of those. I was at a bakery because that was the, the easiest to find and yeah. it was great. But while I was at the bakery, I was looking for all these other kind of jobs, illustration, design, animation, whatever, all of those. Yeah. And I had no answers from nobody. Like <laughs> were you then, applying on like LinkedIn or like Indeed or all these yeah. places? And yeah, you had like yeah. you had like your portfolio together and a resume. Yeah. And why do you like no, but like you were applying like all the time? I was applying for a very long time, yes. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> well, it's horrible. <laughs> like any other job finding, it's it's the worst. But yeah. it was okay because I had a job and my life was fine and no complaining, right? Um, yeah. But then I found this, how is it called? That fair, like animation. A job fair, fair or like a, yeah, animation. Like Taffy, are you thinking of? Taffy, yeah. That yeah okay. Toronto Arts that. and Animation Festival International. Yeah. Exactly. They run, they run like um, animation conference, like animation screenings and mm -hmm. like job, job fairs and like portfolio reviews and stuff. Yeah, they're great. That's, that's how this podcast started from Taffy. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I could say maybe everything started there. Everything started to move there. Yeah. So I, I went there and, and I found this very small studio that was doing stop motion and and I got to talk to them and, and then they invited me over to their studio once. And, and there I met Evan Derushi yeah. <laughs> and Philip Edels. They don't remember they met me there, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the job fair and you you saw like the like stop motion department was there and you're like, hey, because they were the was, only guys doing stop motion for the longest time. Actually, it wasn't that studio. It, it wasn't their studio. It was oh. another studio, but they were working there. Yeah. For oh. some TV show or, or something like that. So when I get to, to go to the studio, I met them and I was like, fuck, they're the coolest people in the city. I want to work with them. Was it Brown so, Day, maybe? It was, um, how was it called? Like Takut, I think. Okay. Hmm. They were, I don't know, they were doing many things like indigenous stories and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Also, I should take back my words about they're doing, the, they're the only people doing stop motion in Toronto. That's not true. There are, there are lots of other people doing stop motion in Toronto. Very, very small, let's say. Small, very, yeah. very small, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, since, since I met them that day, that they don't remember, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> since that day, I, I started to send them emails, like... Wait, so you arrived like in, all the time. Like so you arrived in Canada. How long before you went to the Taffy conference? Like were you applying for years or like months or like um, weeks? Like I'm just 
I'm just curious because I'm just wondering, there's probably some people listening, thinking about like, you know, I want to move countries to come to another place. Like, what are my expectations of finding something? The thing is that when I got to Canada, I didn't have any visa, like to work, to be able to work. So I had to do all the visa stuff before being able to work. Yeah. And since I arrived till I, till I was able to work, maybe it was... I don't know, a year and a half or something like that. What? So you you're, you weren't, you weren't working for a whole year? Well, I was doing some other things, but not not, not like in yeah. the job, no. And that was very bad. Like, yeah. I, I would recommend anybody who wants to move to another country, if you can, find something to do before arriving yeah. to that place. Because, yeah, it's a little bit... Totally. And Canada's not cheap either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's the thing. I was doing some other things, but it was very like yeah. not not a job, you know, like just. Yeah. So then things. so a year passes, you finally get your visas, then you start working at a bakery. And then how much time between the bakery and like meeting stop motion department pass? Like, like, do you think you applied for like 100 different positions? Actually, yes. Yeah, I don't, yeah, like that. Actually, I met them before starting at the bakery. Oh. And then I was working at the bakery, and then I kept sending emails to Evan all the time. Yeah, what are you saying? Like, hi. Hi, hi it's me again. <laughs> were you worried he would get... I mean, Evan's a super nice guy, uh, but were you worried he was going to get sick of you? Like, you were yeah, like... Yeah, of course. Yeah, but course. you're like, I don't care. Like, I, I know I want to work with them so much. Like, yeah. I know that for sure. That's exactly the people I want to work with. So until they until they say no, I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah. And wow. that was good because one day I, I got a call from Evan asking me if I wanted to join that thing. That was, <laughs> that that was, so, but still years had, I'm assuming years had passed before you got that call and you meeting them. So you, yes. that's crazy. Did you, yes. did you find any um, animation or design related jobs in the meantime while you're working at the bakery and before starting at Stupid Buddy? Yes, I was doing small videos. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Wow. I was not, not for anybody, for, for friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So then um, like, were you intimidated to start on a like TV show when very much yeah okay tell me about that so very you're like, much. I really want to work with these guys I'm gonna hound them forever and then yes. uh they need somebody so I'm gonna jump on yes um yes I was so so scared of it but I was so ready because yeah. <laughs> that's all I was thinking about all the all that time um but I remember I remember exactly the the phone call with Evan that day that he was like, hey, is this Alba? I was like, yes, <laughs> the crazy one <laughs> from all those emails. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, and he asked me, do you want to join this, um, the, the training program? Yeah. Like, what, what, what do you mean exactly? And because of the language, sometimes you get nervous and, and you're not sure if you're understanding everything properly, but I asked him. So this is not a job, but I'm going to quit my job to start this thing that it's not a job. And he said, yeah. yes. 
And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> no <way. laughs> Okay, that's scary. Yeah, because the training program was what, like th three weeks or something like that? I think it was more like five weeks. Five weeks. Or maybe, maybe less, I don't know. It felt like five weeks to me. <laughs> but you were ready. You're like, I don't care. Bakery can go bake itself. And if I need to, I can always uh, get a new bakery job. Basically, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. basically. So how come so, you yeah, never baked us anything uh, when we were working together? I was, I was a barista, not a baker. <laughs> okay. you, know, you don't want me to bake how anything. How come you never for brought you? me a coffee? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, tell me how things changed from then. Like, like you hadn't really done stop motion I guess since college and it was like years past yeah yeah uh yeah I was I was doing some little things in between I did a couple of things but again it was by myself kind of so I didn't have any training from anybody or I couldn't learn more than I already knew from anybody and that's what I was willing to do to yeah. learn from everyone else so um, um was it was it scary to like be surrounded by people who had animated a lot more and then to come on so fresh and then what did you also do to get yourself up to speed as fast as possible yeah I don't know um <laughs> I was I was crazy scared and and the thing is that during that training for some reason I was going very fast Oh. So I was finishing everything super fast. Yeah. Like all the Everyone, exercises were like bouncing ball and like the cars slamming into each other and like walking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We started with the ball and then we ended up like people jumping. Yeah. Like we, we did kind of more or less like all the learning things, I guess. Um, so because I was going so fast, I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'm good at it. Maybe I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, maybe it's not about going fast. So maybe I don't get it. And they're just like, hey, okay, okay. <laughs> Keep going, you know? <laughs> so I was, I, I was not sure, but, but I, I guess deep inside, I was sure that I was doing well. But like, yeah, yeah I'm doing well. Yeah. This looks yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just great. You studied for some reason, right? So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Tala. I was like, they like this to my back, like, yay. Nice. What would you say is the biggest, uh, maybe like stop motion skill you learned during that time? Because you mentioned like you're going really fast and then to keep going, but you felt like you're doing a good job. But like, I guess from going through those five weeks, like that's a long time to, you know, practice and, and like yes. try out animation experiments. Like what is the biggest thing that you, like the skill that you learned during that time? Um, I don't know. I guess I guess I, I learned a lot that, that time about, um, about very slow movements and very small movements. You know, the movements we were practicing at the studio, those kind of movements, I guess, I learned a lot about those <clears throat> during the training program. Yeah, yeah, like the subtleties of yes, of exactly. like very small motions, which in stop motion is very, very tough. It's harder yes. than big motions because you can hide a lot 
And once you move a puppet, you can't move it back. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes exactly. you want to just like blow on the character and hope it moves enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just like this, and and just pressing like the the camera all the time and being yeah. like. I didn't move this for 20 frames. Is that okay? Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, so tell me about working on Ultra City Smiths. Like, how was that for you? Like, cause, cause it, to me, it seems like, you know, you had been dreaming of getting into something like this for so long. And then you mm -hmm. joined the biggest production in Canada in the last, yes. I don't know, since the little prince happened, which was years ago yes. already. Yes. Um, like basically every stop motion, almost every stop motion animator in Canada, well, not almost, but like came to work on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so totally. How, 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 cool. was, how was that for you? Uh, it was it was the best for for many reasons. It was the best. For, yeah. Basically for meeting everybody. That was the best part for me and I guess for everybody as well. <laughs> but meeting all those people were was was awesome. Um, but uh, and then animation wise, it was okay. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was very good, but but I got many frustration moments for sure. Like like with animating and whatnot. With animating and and with and with some of the directions. <laughs> okay, yeah. Did you did you I guess. Um, like one thing that I really had to learn from the start was like, this is not my production. Like, cause, cause like, I'd be like, I want to animate it this way with like whimsical and wacky. And then yeah. I, the director would come in and be like, uh, delete that and start over. Yes. I want it done like this. And I was like, no, it looked so good. And then I'd have to redo it. Yeah. And just like learning what the director specifically, like his vision and what he wanted was like, yeah. a challenge for me at the start and there like for me there was like a specific moment where because like the 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 style of the show is very subtle animation very realistic versus like cartoony and I remember one time I was on set just being like you know what I'm not going to do any big movements I'm just going to barely move things and like yeah. if he likes it then he likes it and if not I don't know what to do and he came in and he was like this is perfect and I was like okay, I think I get this now. <laughs> yes, yes. And from like that time for yes. me, like things went a lot smoother and easier and I didn't feel like I was fighting the puppets yeah. or like the direction the whole time. So like, like how was that for you? Is that, is that kind of, <laughs> you're yeah, like that's exactly, your what I, that's exactly what I meant. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think, yeah, communication was very good in many times and not that good many other times. I Would you say just I'm I asking mean. because um, you mentioned earlier the language is sometimes a barrier because like for me, especially when it comes to art, language is already a barrier because you're trying to like take something out of your brain and explain it to somebody. And if you don't explain with the right words, like, oh, that looks too silly. Like, what does that mean? Like uh -huh. maybe pull down their arms or something. Did you feel that language was a barrier for you in getting feedback sometimes because you like? I guess that because it was my third or, or fourth year in Canada, I was not embarrassed or I was, I was not feeling any, like I was just asking for everything all the time. Because I remember when I got to Canada that I was a little bit like, hmm, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if I understood, but I'm not gonna ask, like, I don't know, yeah. feeling all shy. 
But then during those years, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to ask, like, did you mean this or not? <laughs> right, 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 um, right. So I thought it would be a barrier, but it wasn't. And in case I had a, a doubt with what the director said, I would ask somebody else, like, do you think that means that? <laughs> so like i guess you know um wrapping up the whole experience like you know you said you learned a lot about subtleties during the training phase like then working on like such a hugely professional giant set puppet like tv production what would you say is the biggest thing you learned from that experience because like for myself, I went from being at the beginning being like, can I even animate? Like, why did they hire me? <laughs> to the end being like, okay, I think I could, I think I have a grasp on this. Like just from doing it every single day for like, what were we working like nine, 10 hours or something? Yes. Like I learned just to be a lot more comfortable. So like for you, what was the biggest thing learning? And yeah, that? I guess it's, it's more or less what you said. Um, it was learning how to be a part of a team that big. That was that was so so different, so new to yeah. me and to you as well, no? Yeah. But that was that, I, that was so cool. That was so interesting. I remember like first first day or second day even get uh, coming into the studio and being like. <laughs> Right? Look at those machines! Like someone is moving these machines, and then there are puppets here. And <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but how cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And learning how everybody is doing their own job, and and how everything works together. That was that was a great learning. Nice. I, I would I would always try to ask everybody there like what are you doing here who are you and what are you <laughs> doing here who are you <laughs> do you work here <laughs> yeah, am i gonna call someone no no <laughs> but yeah learning from everybody not just i know not just the animators but everybody else nice amazing and it, like for me a big thing was like i never knew i would become so super friends with the whole the whole team like after production, us just like hanging out on the beach or like going to the park was just so nice. Um, I felt like I've never really been in a working environment where all of our interests are so similar and our personalities are so similar. It was very, yes. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yes, yes, I so, agree. Yeah. So tell me about your decision to move back to Spain after, you know, this production wrapped up because, know. you know, they're like the production wrapped up and like the whole, everybody's really excited and like everybody's really waiting for the next thing to come around and blah 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 and then and then you move back to spain i'm like okay bye it was yeah, great right? but bye. <laughs> um so i think i made the decision to come back here before starting at the studio mm. um or, or right before i knew i was starting or something like that and that's the thing that we left canada right at the moment that we were having the best fucking life in Canada. <laughs> like everything was great. We had awesome friends, awesome jobs. We were babysitting all these dogs. Like it was yeah. the best. <laughs> I know, but. I know. Her name was <laughs> Stella, I, right? The, the like, yeah. I miss Stella. Very cute dog. That's, that's <laughs> I the, can't the talk most. about her. 
<laughs> I will cry. <laughs> oh no. No, no, it's right. Um, but but I had the feeling that I was missing something that it was so strong that it was just being here. Yeah. You know, and also because I didn't want to be waiting for the next thing to come because I felt like I was I I have been waiting all those years in Canada for that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be waiting again. Like I got I got what I wanted. I got this dream job and I got these dream friends. That's what I came to to look for. Yeah. Now I got it. Now I can live okay, you know, like I didn't want to leave Canada feeling all sad and whatever. Like I wanna be able to to come back anytime I want and just be there with all of you and working with all of you if I want to. But right now I I really had this feeling of being here again. And also since COVID and all that. Of course. That it was like I need I need to be home for a while and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I also think like I like I felt that at various points in my life too, where I just feel like I'm waiting on opportunities that sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why don't I take more control of my own career path? Mm -hmm. and like try to make things happen for myself and actually go where I want instead of you know something random comes up and I'm pulled in that direction so um would if for instance like a big production comes here again would you move back to would you be like all right I'm coming back to Canada for a bit and like to work on this or if, are you I guess my next question well answer that first <laughs> <laughs> so if if that big production is bigger or more exciting than what i'm doing here hmm. then yes if it's if what i'm doing here is awesome for me right now then maybe not so yeah. it would depend on whatever i'm doing here so interesting that's a that's a good that makes sense so um you purposely moved back to spain because you felt you were missing it and also to take a little bit more um control of your career like how are you strategizing to do that in the realm of stop motion because stop motion is such a like it ebbs and flows like when it comes in a wave you jump on and then it might go away for years you know so like how are you how are you intentionally creating a career in this in Spain as well yes um I'm actually very open to <clears throat> to many other things like I'm not just focused on stop motion right now I'm open to other things and that's also what I wanted to to mm. get when when I came back here to to Barcelona find new stuff like if I can if I can be able to find stop motion projects that I like that would be awesome but if I find some other kind of things awesome as well what kind of other I'm, things are you talking about so right now I'm doing some illustration, which ah. I also enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also I would like to to try some some theater. Oh, like, like you acting yourself? No, or <laughs> not acting, but bringing some motion to to a bigger scale. <laughs> yeah, we're moving uh, with human beings. <laughs> wow. Cool. I would like to to try sets like. Um, is there is is there a lot of um live action and theater productions in in barcelona and spain yes yeah oh interesting yeah and i'm very into those like i before going to canada i would always go to the theater and it's 
kind of the thing I like to do every week if I can or every month every if week. I can. No, not every week. Maybe some, no, no. <laughs> but every month maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is. But interesting. Um, so your strategy now to take more control is like I'm gonna open up because I feel like this is, there's like two types of stop motion people. There's like people that exclusively animate in stop motion. And they're uh -huh. like, I'm a stop motion animator. And they jump from contract to contract, usually in the mm -hmm. States where there's a lot more studios. And then there's people who like, I'm a jack of all trades. If I need to jump on and do puppets, I will. If I need to go to live action and do sets, I will. If I need to do illustration, I will. Like I'm, I'm like a mixed media type of person, which is so that you would describe yourself as that. So like my question in that is like for the first person, by doing something so much all the time, they can get, they can master it much more quickly and then become like, you know, in demand that way. But when you're a jack of all trades, uh, it's harder to master everything. Like, how do you become like a master illustrator and like a master set person when like, you know, a theater production yes. comes around and you're like, here's my portfolio of stop motion and illustration. They're like, why would I, why would I hire yes. you? Yes. You know, that is that's what's happening right now. Okay. <laughs> They're like, yeah, cool, cool what you do. That's, that's very cute, but it's cute. What are it's you so asking small. for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Um, I feel like I'm still looking for whatever passionates mm -hmm. me. So then, so then, like thinking back to young Alba who discovered she liked 2D animation and had a dream to, was it a dream for animation or just to do what you enjoyed? Yes, just to do something I enjoyed. It was so like, like that. looking now you're older, wiser, mature, experienced Alba. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is, what has that changed at all? Like, are you still just, just um, like, what is your, what is your plan for the future Alba? I feel I'm still a little bit in that point, like, yeah, I'm just doing something I enjoy, but I I feel that I still haven't found something I'm crazy about. Hmm. Not yet. Mm, it's something I like. All yeah. those things I do, I like them, but I'm not crazy about them. That's the difference. So I, I that's why I feel I'm still looking for something hmm. to be crazy about. What? How will you know when you find something you're crazy about? I don't know. Oh. You tell me. How do you know? <laughs> but what if it's what if it's like um like throat singing or like uh like deep sea fish diving? Like, <laughs> like I gotta you know? try all those things. You're right. I gotta try all those things. That would be so cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that. It, it's like kind of you're open to endless adventures. To like you're on this pursuit for crazy happiness <laughs> yes but meanwhile and you have to get paid I'm, to do it as well yes okay but meanwhile just do something you like no so so is your plan more like here i have all these skills in like stop motion and illustration so i'm going to keep doing that but i'm going to and then now i'm going to pursue theater because i think that would be interesting and then when you figure out that and you work in theater you're like crossing your fingers that maybe this is like the thing but if it's not then you'll add it to your resume? Uh, yes. 
<laughs> I'm asking you to like really analyze yourself. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. I like it. Like we need this uh, like yeah, weekly. Yeah. That we need weekly. Okay. Weekly for sure. Um, Career exploration sessions weekly with Terry. This is a new podcast. <laughs> Tune in with just Alba and me. <laughs> we can help you with your paths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, honestly, that's what this podcast is for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would love to try many things, and and I know that doing that means that you don't get a, a full, very awesome yeah. resume. You just get a resume full of things, cool things, but nothing is too clear or stable. No. Um, yeah. Right now, what I know is that I want to keep moving like this for yeah. now. And then if I find something, I would like to, to stay. But that's the thing, that when you do this artistic stuff that we do, it's never stable. So I think there is a lot of time to think like, maybe I want to try something else, meanwhile. <laughs> or maybe I just wait for the next project to come. Whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. I love that. Like, there, there's like, while you're saying this, there's like some kind of like stick sticking point in my head that says like I have to do animation and like for instance like one of my weird dreams is I've always wanted to like become a waiter at a restaurant for no reason <laughs> other than just like I think it would be fun and like you'd be meet a awesome lot of cool, at that you meet a lot of cool people like yeah. you know like whatever I don't know why I've always wanted to do this but also it's like COVID right now so you can't but no. but like what is stopping me from just being like, okay, well, I'm waiting six months for the next stop motion, big stop motion production to happen. Why don't I just become a waiter in the meantime? Every waiter is like, don't become a waiter, Terry. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but like, I like your attitude of like, while I'm, while I'm in between these projects, because the stability, which is also like a point I'd love to chat about, I'll just try something different and who cares? Like, maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe I won't like whatever. I love that. Yeah. Um, but also, okay. So one question I have for you is, you know, um, the stability thing, because like, as an artist, you know, you're, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing, of course, but yes. stability can be a factor. And like, for instance, um, how do you find stability in the instability of this career? And then maybe if you feel comfortable, like, you know, how do you ask your partner to be like, listen, I'm just pursuing whatever all the time. <laughs> and like, it's tough to put off some bigger stability life things because yes. of this, I'm assuming. So I don't know what you would want to feel comfortable speaking to or nothing or all hey. like, I don't know, like, tell me. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm one of this person that loves loves stability and loves to know what's going on all the time with everything around. Who are you? Are you here? <laughs> and then I, I I choose to start illustration. <laughs> um, but 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 I guess I learned how to how to combine all the other things of my life uh, like around this career yeah. choices like okay all right if you want to do projects then be aware of that and try to to how do you call it like to make everything work around this i know what how, how to say it but what i think is that there the, definitely it can be something very positive 
to not be stable at a job. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning you can have your free time whenever you want and you can do the other things whenever you want. Not whenever you want, but when when this stops, you can, I don't know, you can choose again. Yeah. I'm explaining myself very bad right now. No, no, it makes I mean sense. It makes sense. <laughs> you can well, keep making choices. Yeah, what you're saying is actually the instability is a positive thing because you can very much control what you're doing with your time instead of being like, listen, I have to work a nine to five. I'm only free on weekends. And that's also when I get my errands and chores done. Like I'm doing laundry today, so we can't hang out. (laughs) Yes. Um, Do you ever feel like, um, like one thing that I'm thinking about all the time is like, it would be amazing to like, you know, have a house and like live one place and like carnal these things but like I've had to put all of those things <laughs> yes. off yes to choose this career so it's like a little bit of a give and take do you do yes. you ever feel like that as well <laughs> yes actually yeah we're well you know already but we are um right now we're in Barcelona city yeah. downtown but that that's not our goal right now yeah. we we're looking for a house like in a small town or whatever away from the city and then work from there (laughs) and do all these things from there and that's another thing like every time you think about it is like well but everything is happening in the city not in a small town totally that's difficult but i guess again you'll you'll make it work yeah somehow well you just adapt to that new life yeah you just have a two-hour commute (laughs) whatever Yay. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we've chatted about, you know, where Alba started, how she came to Canada, worked her butt off to connect with people. Did you ever like, I'm just wondering, you know, you worked so hard to connect with Stop Motion Department and Evan, Evan and Phil. Were you also hounding other studios and people as well at the same time? Um. No, not, you just not put all your eggs in this one basket. You're like, this is happening no matter what. The, like, yeah, I, I send emails to some other stop motion people for sure. For Kyla. For, yeah. For, for, <laughs> oh, no. You like yeah. hounded Kyla forever? <laughs> uh, I think it was just once. Okay. But I was like, well, yeah, these girls seem nice and they're doing cool stuff. Yeah. But maybe I got a very sweet answer. Probably I got a very sweet answer from, from them. Like, hi sorry no yeah 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 i had yeah, her on the then, po- for, if you're listening uh i had her on the podcast she's she runs see you on the moon yeah which is a stop motion production company in toronto as well and they're awesome as well yeah. um but then uh, doesn't matter that they didn't hire me because then i met kyle at the studio Yay. hey yeah <laughs> so you hounded this company you finally got to work with them and then right as production is like wrapping up you move back to spain and then you're doing illustration work yeah and then for the future it's just like let's let's enjoy ourselves we live once and creativity is awesome and i'm gonna try a million things it doesn't mean my creativity has to like fit in the box of like one thing which i love um, is there anything else that you wanted to share or that we i don't know maybe some advice for somebody who's listening and they're like I want to pursue what Alba did. Like I have this dream of like maybe moving to a different country and like, you know, getting into the creative scene and all that stuff. I would say be be very patient 
Yeah. Very, 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 very patient and don't don't go like um, how do you call it? Like don't get upset if you don't get answers for months. It's okay. Yeah. Like you, you can still be awesome at what you do. And maybe I don't know, maybe it's not the right moment or maybe it's not the right people or whatever. Um that's what I mean by by saying that when I met Evan and Phil, I was like these are the people. It's not that they're like the best. I don't know. That, you know what I mean? Like they're not Laika, okay, but they're the best people to work with, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's what I felt when I met them. And that's when you know, like, maybe if I keep chasing this way, maybe I'll get the right thing and not be waiting for something that maybe never happens. I don't know. So I guess what you're saying is like, if you find some people that you feel really you connect with and they're on like the same wavelength that you're looking for, then go for it. Like, don't give up on these people. Like, don't go for something else because like, you know, if that's rare and will hopefully turn into something amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cool. So anything else you wanted to share, Alba? No, that this is, it's awesome to be here. It's, oh, yeah. I feel so important being in this podcast, Terry. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm so happy to chat with you. I, I've loved, I've, I mean, I've already known like most of everything you've said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always good to connect and hear more and ask some big questions about life and career and just how to make things happen for your dreams. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the chat. It's thank been you. A thank you for having me. Of course. And if you're listening and you want to follow or reach out to Alba, you can do so by connecting with her on Instagram under Alba Mediva. And I'll include that link in the description of this chat. And that's all for now. So thank you so much for listening. Yay. Okay, thank you, Terry. The music for this podcast was composed by Will Farmer and the graphics by Daniel Abensauer. I encourage you to look them up if you enjoyed their work.